Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a podcast show that connects you with the people you love in a real and authentic way. Through storytelling, our aim is to inspire you to live your happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. We'll give you practical tools, life-changing rituals and a fresh perspective to fuel your health, wellness and mindset goals. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast. But I am so, so excited to officially welcome you to the Healthy Hustlers as the resident holistic and wellness coach. And thank you so much for being here today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I feel like this is like the combination or the culmination of like the last, what, five years or something that we've known each other. I'm like, now it's all happening. Like it's here. It's happening. It sure is. And I'm seriously like, oh, I'm so excited. I wish people could see our faces right now because we're like literally looking at each other like <laughs> two little schoolgirls just like bursting with excitement eating chocolate for the first time or something. <laughs> this is like our version of a sugar high. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'm like, I'm just so excited about all the amazing things that we're creating together. And um, it has been a long time coming, you know, we've been, yeah. we've been good friends for five years now and you've obviously been a guest on the show several times. So um, yeah, I'm just so excited to be teaming up on so many beautiful projects at the moment. So um, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in the works and it's interesting because I actually said, um, I said to a friend of mine, Chloe, she does all my graphic stuff. I said to her, 2023 is the year of just like high vibe collaborations, you know, working with people I adore and admire and doing stuff that really lights me up. I was like, I just feel like that's the theme of the year. And it's so funny because literally like the year started and then you and I came up with two, maybe even three ideas of different things we're doing together. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's all happening. <laughs> I know. Isn't it funny? It's like, it's so funny too, the different energy that years can hold. Like I always find that so interesting and I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like this year just feels so purposeful and like aligned and like all the things that I've been almost working towards for so long have just like are falling into place. So yeah, it's very, very exciting. Um, But yeah, for anyone, I guess, well, this is our first official um, Healthy Habits episode. So for everyone listening, this will be a monthly little chat with Ange and I. So Ange is a health coach, health and wellness coach. um, And we'll just be diving into some little health topics. Um, Some maybe spiritual, some abundant, um, but definitely a huge focus on like overall health um so we hope that you get some good little well I know you will get some real nuggets of gold out of these episodes but we are going to keep them short and sweet because they can be the perfect little episode for a morning walk or maybe when you're in the car on the way to work so just a little boost of healthy enthusiasm um to fuel your month ahead but today we're talking all things energy because Correct me if I'm wrong, Ange, but I feel like it is like the main thing that we always get asked about. I could not agree more. Every time I'm in my inbox and if I do like a poll or I'm asking people what they want more of, it's like energy is it. Energy is the thing. And especially like I feel like I know my age demographic, I'm 35. And so like the age I'm in, like a lot of women have kids or busy jobs. Our hormones are coming into play. Things are a little bit different. We're not quite feeling the way we felt when we were 20. 
Um, yes. And so I think that that's played a big part into why it's so big for me personally, as I hear about it a lot from people around me. And so mm-hmm. luckily I found a lot of ways that we can increase our energy and not feel worse as we get older, you know? Definitely. Well, when I remember when I was postpartum with Georgia, my first, so she's three and a half now, and I was about 10 months postpartum with her and I was like, so ridiculously depleted and I remember you having that like from interviewing you on on the podcast I'd remember you had quite a similar journey with Harper your second and so I reached out to you and I was just like what do I do like I'm struggling so much like I literally could have had three coffees and still fallen asleep on the couch which for a non-coffee drinker prior to that was like pretty crazy so um, I definitely feel like people are going to get a lot out of this episode because we are all crazy craving more energy, especially if you're a business owner or a mom or doing all the things like we all are, um, any rounds looking for a extra spike of energy. So I guess with that, what are maybe three tips that people could even just start injecting today? Easy little hacks that they can do for better energy on a daily basis. Yeah. Look, the really simple one, and I feel like people are going to like, okay, and we know this, but (laughs) better quality sleep. And it's probably drilled down your throat or into your ears or into your eyes on social media all the time. But like the little things, like make sure your sleep environment's good. Make sure that you are not looking at a device before bed. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Um, I wear an aura ring. Um, This is not a plug. I am not getting paid for this. But no, I wear an aura ring. Um, And it's really cool because I can see that when I make small changes before I go to sleep, um, you know, like not eating my heavy meals, like I don't eat anything about two to three hours before bed and, you know, making sure that the lights are low and the air's nice and cool, it's a good temperature, all those things. I notice that when I am not intentional, um, my sleep score is a lot lower, whereas when I am, it's obviously a lot higher and I feel a lot better. Um, So I would say sleep is the number one. I wish it was something a little bit more exciting than that. Um, The second one is make sure that your body is nourished. I, I There's so many things around this that I could go into. But again, we want to keep these episodes short and sharp. So if there are things you guys love, we can go deeper into them. Just comment, um, send us messages, let us know. But getting really nourished by your food can make such a big difference on your energy. Um, and mm. there are a few different parts on this I want to just touch on. The first one is um, I'm a big believer that our food has energy. I believe in vibrations. I believe in all the hippie woo woo stuff. But you know, I think about foods and we don't need a chart or anything to look at this, but you know that when you look at highly processed tomato sauce, that's a quarter sugar, you know, that's a low vibration food and it's not going to energize you. Whereas if you look at a juicy red apple that's, you know, grown organically and you've gotten it from your farmer's market, you know that food is full of good energy and therefore will energize you. Um, The same with, you know, if you bake a cake from home and you use the ingredients and you put love into it, it's a different type of feeling you get after eating it than when you buy a packaged one or you go to a bakery and get one that maybe has seed oils or some ingredients that don't agree with your body. So I think being really conscious of the food that you're eating, making sure you're getting a whole lot of whole foods, fruits, vegetables, berries. Um, My energy completely changed after I had Harper when I started taking the whole food-based nutrition support we recommend in the Health Hub. 
um, because essentially it was just giving me more nutrients from food. Um, instead of supplementing with something synthetic, I decided to supplement with whole food powders and it made a huge difference. Um, and then the last thing is, I feel like we're really energized or depleted from the people that we spend time with. Um, this could be a whole episode in itself, but essentially, you know when there are people you spend time with and you feel really drained afterwards and you know that there are people that you spend time with and you're like, oh my gosh, my cup is full, I feel really good. Um, and so I think that's another one where you just want to be conscious where you're spending your time and where you can't be super intentional. Like if you're at work, you obviously need to spend time with certain co-workers, um, setting yourself boundaries or finding ways to protect your energy in those situations so that you don't get too bombarded with someone else bringing your energy down, if that kind of makes sense. Yes, I love that. I really like so many of those points, but the vibration of food is such a big one, isn't yeah. it? Like yeah. choosing foods that are, you know, grown in good environments, like that that high vibration is so, so important. Like eating the rainbow, you know, it's so true what they say about that. And I feel like it can often be such a hard thing to do when we are, you know, feeling depleted or we're tired or we're exhausted or we had busy weekends and then we go into a busy week. You naturally search for that convenience and that comfort. But as soon as we start implementing and, you know, prioritizing yeah. those whole wholesome foods, the whole game changes, you know, you, you know, in yourself, you sleep's better, you're like, all the every facet of your life like your motivation your inspiration it's it's all like thriving at such a better um pace sorry i have got a little visitor that has <laughs> she's making faces at me through the screen and it's she's like the cutest thing ever a very convenient time to be hungry <laughs> so cute <laughs> Okay, I'll come out in a minute, babe. Um, but I would, you know, on that further, like on food, what are some of the kind of main foods or even nutrients that we can be incorporating into our daily diet yeah. for a bit more of that abundant energy feeling? Yeah, look, the main foods are definitely things that are grown from the earth, things that come from the earth, things that are grown from the ground. Um, so whole foods, fruits, vegetables, berries are incredible for energy. Um, fruits. And when I say fruits, I, I really want to encourage you to look at just eating a rainbow of fruits, um, bananas, apples, berries, oranges, kiwis, mangoes, when they're in season and then vegetables doing the same, you know, having a real variety of the colors that you're eating. Um, that's going to be massive. Good quality fats is really good for our energy. And I find that this for me works because good quality fats feed our brain. Um, help us to function better, help with our moods, all of the good things. And I find, and I don't know if you're the same, when my brain doesn't feel like it's thriving, um, and I can almost, like, I could say I'm not eating enough good fats because I feel like I'm foggy in the mind, when my brain's not f thriving, I actually feel more tired. Um, mm. So, again, getting some really good quality fats. And then my last one is going to be a little bit controversial for anyone in the health space, but it, it really aligns with my philosophy on food is having the treats that you love in moderation. So a lot of people, when they think about health, they think about deprivation, they think about calorie counting. Um, my, one of our daughters, she's working at a frozen yogurt place. And I'm going to tell you, it is like we go there probably once a week and it is so much joy in my week yeah. to go and get frozen yeah. yogurt with my four daughters and my partner. Like 
we have such a good time. And so despite that not being a health food for obvious reasons that I definitely get the chocolate for you, um, it's an energizing food for me because what we do, the way we do it, I really savor what I'm eating and how I'm eating it. And it's really not about, okay, you have to be a purist. It's really about where do I get my energy from? I get my energy from this as well. Yeah. Um, even though, like I said, it's a little bit controversial, but it, it energizes me. And then just being conscious that you're not saying, well, you know, eating half a pack of Tim Tams every day energizes me because that's just, you know, you're justifying some, <laughs> some bad It's finding joy in the moments of having those treats, isn't it? Yeah. It's like those little satisfactions that, so I really loved how you put that around, like it's almost bringing joy to those moments when you're having those sneaky treats, because it's so funny, like, of course, that food doesn't make you feel good eating it in abundance, but it still can bring so much joy and satisfaction if you are having it in moderation and almost not starving yourself. It's quite interesting, even with Georgia, like at three and a half, like I'm obviously so conscious of teaching her around like you know what foods make us feel good and what don't but also having that balance of not starving her of you know the chocolate and like for Easter Uh, Ryan actually actually bought her like real Cadbury eggs and at the start I was a bit like oh did you like couldn't you just buy the sugar-free ones and he's like no but babe she needs to understand like you know having half of one of those and then the way it makes her feel and blah blah blah. and I was like yeah you're actually so right like it's teaching her to to learn her own boundaries and limits and stuff with that sort of stuff as well instead of like completely starving her so that one day when she is at a party and we're not there to place the boundaries on her she kind of just goes for it so um I'm finding that a really interesting thing even with kids is we have a funny um a funny rule I I don't know if any parenting experts would agree with this or they might (laughs) think it's the best thing ever um so like for instance Halloween on this topic um the kids it's free reign go nuts eat as much candy as you want you go trick-or-treating you have fun do all the things and at the end of the night whatever's left it's gone like yeah you can do it and and so the theory behind that essentially is you know I always thought I could protect them from naughty foods and when I was Mm. a bit more of a purist I was like oh my gosh my kid will never eat sugar um but then I realized oh I'm not always with them and if I deprive them you know it's going to make them crave it even more when they're older because it's this elusive thing that they haven't been able to have and so we do that on Halloween where, you know, eat as much as you want. They, they end up making themselves feel sick. Um, and yes. so they're like happy to throw it out at a certain point and they learn yeah. their limit. Um, and even at Easter, we did the same Easter um, day. They got chocolate from friends and all these people and they did an Easter egg hunt. And at the end of that day, we actually said to them, um, you guys have a choice right now when they were like stuffed full of chocolate. <laughs> we said, you have a choice right now. You guys can keep it or we'll buy it back off you. And so we gave them like an amount for each type of egg and we actually oh, bought no. it back off them. And each child, every single child sold us back all their chocolate, which we then <laughs> gave away to like some neighbors and some people. But um, it was funny, except for Harper, she kept um, like her big bunny and then she gave it to me. And she was like, here you go, mommy, you haven't had enough chocolate this Easter. And she gave it to me, which was like so the cutest sweet. thing ever. Um, but it really, it was, it was good to A, Give them the chance to just, you know, indulge, go nuts, do what you want, but also let them understand, like, this is how your body feels on sugar. Yeah. You know, this is how your body feels when you overdo it. Yep. And that's exactly like 
what we're trying to do with Georgia is because, you know, like obviously she's young and she really doesn't have much sugar. But when she does, she obviously goes on a high, then she gets super emotional and like almost can't control herself. And so it's like trying to teach her like that doesn't feel really nice, does it? Like it's a yucky feeling. So let's just remember when we eat these things that that's how it's going to make you feel after it. Um, And yeah, it's really interesting even with her like um, she's not like she's not allergic to gluten or dairy, but. I find that she's it really affects her moods and you know like her bowel movements and everything so like even now just talking to her about the fact of like well that has wheat in it and this is why we don't want to eat much of that and this has dairy and like she's already you know asked questions before she eats like mummy does this have much dairy in it like will this be okay for my tummy and yeah I think it's just so good to from a young age to kind of instill those things in kids to just have that curiosity and interest in food and the way it's fueling us. Cause at the end of the day, it's all just education, isn't it? Like, like it's it all just it. like knowledge is power. So I feel like the more that we can be giving it to them, even in simple doses, young is, is really, really powerful. powerful. Yeah, I um, I know you touched on before, like obviously the people we surround ourselves with and that, but on that, how does our overall environments impact like our energy feel and field, sorry, and like the way that we, I guess, show up on a day to day and the motivation and inspiration that we bring? Um, how can how can our environments, you know, play a, play a role in that? I think, as a disclaimer, everyone is different, <laughs> um, and so some people you know, what makes me feel energized and thrive might not be for everyone. So I think it's about really tapping into and taking note of when do I feel good? When do I not feel good? Um, I do not feel good when the house is messy or dirty. Mm. Uh, So I know in order for me to have a good morning, I need to tidy up the night before. It's like plates in the kitchen, the mess. It just, I wake up and I feel drained because it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Um, So for me personally, it is, okay, what do I need to do so that my environment feels good? But then it's a whole lot of other things. So for me, um, like I said about sleep, my energy doesn't feel good. I feel really um, like a bit peaked, for lack of a better word, when the lights, like when the lighting is super bright, when there's a lot of noise going on, um, I play a frequency sound through our house during the day when I'm working because it, it calms me. Um, my nervous system can go all out when I'm, you know, four kids working, doing all the things, looking after myself. So like having that music playing through the house is something. So things like music, things like, you know, clutter, it's like where in your life are you holding on to things that you might need to let go of? Because I know any time I've had someone come and declutter my wardrobe or our kitchen pantry, I always feel really good in that space after I feel energized. Mm. I feel like I want to be in that space. Um, So for me personally, that's a big thing. Um, And also, you know, little things like smells. Um, You know, Adam, my partner, buys me flowers every Sunday. And that really energizes me because of the color. Like our house is a lot of wood and white and browns and then a lot of green plants. And he always is intentional around buying bright flowers because he knows that when I see them, it makes me happy. And so even just those things like, you know, looking at your environment and asking yourself, what makes me feel good? Um, And one of those things, you know, that I've really realized is true for a lot of people is that a pleasant home environment or work environment really makes a world of difference to your energy. Um, So whether it's just putting up some pictures, buying yourself, you know, some flowers from the supermarket or the markets, like they don't have to be 
$100 bunch or a $50 bunch or even a $30 bunch, like it can be a $15 bunch of flowers, whatever it is, um, playing good sounds, having nice smells. I diffuse all the essential oils and all the things. Um, and just like it's going to be really cliche because my <laughs> Instagram is the gratitude project, but just constantly practicing gratitude through the day for different areas of your environment, you know, making sure you're going outdoors, seeing the sun, seeing nature. Um, it kind of sounds like I'm just saying absolutely everything influences your energy and I kind of am because it kind of does. It does. Yeah, absolutely. And so much of it is just bringing awareness to those things, isn't it? Like you said, like, how does the clutter make you feel? Like I'm exactly like you where I have to go to bed with the, you know, I've got young, young kids. So sometimes I have to just surrender to some of the mess, but I have to go to bed with the kitchen and the living room, just reset, clear, tidy. Because if I don't, I wake up feeling like I'm already behind the game. It's like, you know, I'm already getting breakfast for two kids. I'm already trying to get myself organized. So then putting that layer of mess on around me, I'm like, it actually just like completely changes my whole like vibe and energy. And I feel so out of control in those moments. And yeah, but it's interesting you said about the gratitude because that came up in um, in another interview today, which will be out after this. It's in the May um, forecast with Christy for astrology, and we're talking about gratitude. And I feel like it's such it's such a thing that's brought up, you know, practice gratitude, practice gratitude. But when you actually really like hone in on finding a gratitude practice that suits you and that you can switch your your perspective and your mindset to that place of gratitude like the the ripple effect it has in your life in your you know your relationships in your ability to just like surrender and let go of control and trust is so crazy powerful um, and I recommended this in the other episode, but um, the Hugh, I can never say his name, Van Kardenberg or whatever. Yeah, the Resilience, Resilience Project. Yeah. 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 His gem talk is amazing for gratitude. I feel like that watching that really just like re-motivated me to like just focus on the goodness around me. Yeah. I like my not so popular, like I guess while well, I don't talk about it a lot, my belief is that manifestation people talk so much about manifesting I'm like I believe that all my manifestations came from gratitude like Mm, I I honestly believe that everything comes from that space um, or is amplified from that space if that kind of makes sense yeah definitely yeah it's just like sitting in that gratitude for what you already have and like something I keep going back to like I think especially anyone who is in that in a similar situation or I guess season of life as me with the younger kids where you know obviously you're maybe not always getting the best sleep and you know your mornings can be very affected or impacted by kids and their moods I feel like for me reminding myself that like it's a bad day and not a bad life yeah and it's like that's like my first reminder it's just a bad day Maddie it's not a bad life and then that shifts me first and then I can really move hard and fast into that state of gratitude and just you know like if I'm frustrated because the house is messy I think but at least I've got this beautiful house to live in like how lucky are we to actually have this home and it's like just switching that mindset hard and fast into focusing on the good rather than just like you know how out of control I might feel in that in that moment if you like if you're a mom um, I just want to say, because I know how busy we all are and it's like, I don't have the energy every night to always clean the entire house. It's like this vicious loop because 
you don't have energy because of your environment or, you know, vice versa. And then it's like, I need to clean up, but I don't have the energy to clean up, but I need to clean up to get the energy. Um, my biggest tip is just cheat. <laughs> like we have these big, um, like plastic containers, um, and some little like wicker baskets around the house. And cause our kids leave stuff everywhere. Like they mm. are not neat. They don't want to be neat. I don't want them to be neat cause they're kids. I'm like, I don't want you to be obsessed with a clean environment and obsessed with putting everything away. Mm. I want you to be respectful, but I want you to be able to have fun and make mess. Um, and so at night, if you know, there's a lot of stuff out, it just all goes into the box, the box or the basket and it's just put there. And it's just, it kind of gets it out of the way and the, it goes into a corner and it just makes everything so much easier. Cause I remember, um, I'm going to like, I'm going to quote it, but I'm going to quote it completely wrong. Um, there's an Instagram. <laughs> That's exactly what I, I do all the time. All the time. Like you, like as you all get to know me better, you'll see I do this a lot. Um, there was an Instagram quote that went around um, and anyone who would have read it would have bawled their eyes out. And it said, um, you know, one day you will wake up and walk out of your bedroom and there'll be no children who have woken you up at 5am and there'll be no mess. I'm going to cry saying it. There'll be no mess as you walk out your bedroom door. There'll be no one to cook for. There'll be no mess in the kitchen or plates stacked up. And you'll look around your perfectly tidy house when your kids have moved out and it might just break you. And oh my God, it's like breaking me the thought of it. And I'm like, you know, like as much as it's um, like stressful for mums and it takes your energy away when you think about all the mess that kids make and the environment not being perfect, I always come back to the fact that I know there's going to be one day where I'm going to, why is this making me so emotional? (laughs) I think because Harper and like she broke her arm on the weekend. So I'm really like highly strung at the moment with that. Um, but I think to myself, I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to yeah. wish, wish that I had the mess again. Yeah, yeah. it's right. so true, isn't it? I know it really is. And it's like, I actually did a little Instagram reel a while ago about that. Like one yeah. day, the, like there won't be any mess. Like you'll have the clean home. And it's just like, it's so true. And I know it's so hard sometimes in those moments to just like honor that and to yeah. think like that. But the more that you can almost train your mind to go to that and to just yeah. like, yeah like I think to just live more and more in this state of gratitude in this present moment like it's when you are so you are so energized for life and the goodness that you have because you're sitting in this state of of appreciation rather than in that that state of lack or you know I I don't have enough or I always desiring more or that victim mentality it's like those those states are such traps and they, you know, once they get you in, they just, it's just like, it sucks you in. So, and it's so much harder to get out of. Um, um, so I feel like the more that you are prioritizing these things, it, it does over time just become second. It becomes your default. Like it literally yeah. becomes second nature and that's what yeah. you shift to. That That's totally. It. And it is, it's like all of a sudden you go from one situation causing you stress and frustration And then you move into, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this. And your energy does change because all of a sudden you relish in the moment. You know, it's like I think about, you know, your loved ones. Sometimes maybe your parents frustrate you or your siblings frustrate you or, you know, your partner frustrates you. But it's like, you know, what if you didn't have a partner that frustrated Mm. you? What if, you know, it was in the future and your parents were no longer there? All of a sudden it's like they're little quirks that can irritate us. 
Um, not that if my parents are listening, they have any of those whatsoever. <laughs> my parents are absolutely perfect. <laughs> but, you know, if you have that situation and you think to yourself, you know what, one day I might be missing this moment, all of a sudden your energy changes and you embrace what it is yeah. that maybe you were resisting. And that in itself is so energizing. Like, definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. And thank you so much for joining me. I guess if anyone does have any questions, like our inboxes are always open on Instagram. So Ange is the Gratitude Project on Instagram and I'm Madeline Crawford. Um, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but honestly, no, we love connecting with you. So if you have any questions or there's any topics you'd like us to dive into, make sure you hit us up. Otherwise, we will see you all in May. We will yeah. see you in May. May. <laughs> well, we won't see you. You'll hear us. <laughs> <laughs> And thanks so much. Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review.